evening all. I've just watched Fulham Spurs from Sunday. So I recorded it yesterday and I just sat down to watch it this evening. So I'm going to do an ITES podcast for it. Now I've had quite a few people writing to me since I started doing these ITES podcasts asking if I could you know, not put the score in the title and, and not mention the score at the start of the podcast either. Because what I'm finding is a lot of people are actually uh, listening to these without having seen the game and without even knowing what the score is. A lot of people in Australia and things like that. So I'm going to use this one as a, as a trial run uh, and do that. And I'll, I'll get some feedback from people then to, to see what they think. So I'm going to change up the format a little bit. So what I'll do with this one is I'll go through the team news first. Then I'll go through the match events. Then I'll I'll talk about who passed the eye test for me and who failed it. And then I'll just finish with a couple of stats from, from Fancy Football Scout. So just going to rattle through it. So team news, first of all. Um, the big one for Fulham really was no Kamara in the squad again. So not even on the bench. So it looks like he's, you know, we're probably not going to see him on the pitch again this season. Bad news for me because I brought him in uh, last week. Bad timing. Um the Fulham 11, Rico and Goal, uh, back three of Adoy, Reem and Lamarchand, wing-backs Christie and Brian, centre midfield of Chambers and Seri, and then a front three of Shurla, Ryan Babel making his debut, and Alexander Mitrovic. For Spurs then, uh, lots of injuries, lots of people, you know, sons away, so there's no Kane, no Son, Lucas Moura's still not back, and Sissoko missed out as well, so... Lots, lots of absentees for Spurs. So they lined up with a back three as well. Lloris in goal. Uh, three centre-backs, Alderweireld, Sanchez and Vertonghen. Wing-backs, Trippier and Danny Rose. Uh, midfielders then, Harry Winks and Christian Eriksen. With a front three of Eric Lamella, Deli Alley and Llorente uh, got a start. So we didn't really know if he would start or not. But Poch put his faith in him up front in the absence of Harry Kane. So just going to run through now the match as it unfolded and, and you know the key key points really that of, of FPL relevance. Um, the first 10 minutes not a lot happened. Uh, Ericsson had two shots from distance that you know didn't, didn't trouble the goalkeeper but he looked pretty threatening open, open in 10 minutes. The first big chance of the game came for Ryan Babel who was making his first start. I think he's uh, 5.5 million he is. Uh, he found himself basically one-on-one with Lloris, and Lloris made a, made, a, made a good save. Babel probably should have scored uh, from that chance. He, he showed great pace and power to get through, uh, and that, that was a big chance for him. Next up then, uh, 14th minute, Mitrovic had a big penalty shout from a corner. Uh, uh, Vertonghen... You know, dragged him to the ground. Both of them were it was six and one, half a dozen of the half a dozen of the other really. But Mitrovic did have a strong case for a penalty, um, and and that got Mitrovic riled up for for the rest of the game. Sixteenth minute, Fulham went one nil up. Uh, a corner from Seri, and it was it was diverted into his own goal by Fernando Llorente. Um, so an OG, Urenti scoring at, at the wrong end. I think about 70,000 people brought him in, gave me 23, and, and he goes and scores an OG. Not an awful lot he could have done about it, really. It was just a, it was a striker trying to defend, really, and he just couldn't sort his feet out, and it just bounced off and went in. So uh, not good news for Urenti owners there, an own goal, and, and Seri got the assist because he took the corner. Next up, Urenti had a header saved, uh, a great cross from Vertonghen. Uh, on first glance, you know, Urenti should have scored. Um, 
But but looking at the replay then, it actually hit off his shoulder, so it was actually a pretty poor attempt at goal from Urenti. So he missed his chance to, to make amends at the other end. 39th minute, Ryan Babel header just over the bar. Uh, again, another good cross from, from Cyrus Christie, the right wing back. Um, Babel probably should have hit the target as well. So so two two chances in the first half for Babel uh, to get himself on the score sheet, but, but missed both of them. Next up, uh, 41st minute, a, a great ball in from, from Babel. So again, Babel, Babel was uh, one of the, the standout performers in the first half. He caught my eye. A great pick out to find Shirla, who had who caught caught the ball on the volley very well, which was very well saved by Loris. Metro followed up with a header, put the ball in the back of the net, but it was ruled out for offside, uh, rightly so. So, apart from that, Mitrovic did very little in the first half. But but you know, like any striker, all they need is one chance, and they can get themselves on the score sheet. But this one was ruled out just before half time. Uh, the ball fell to Babel again, uh, right in front of goal, and it was a last-ditch challenge from Vertonghen to deny him. So Ryan Babel really, really stood out first half. Uh, three three chances, um, but no goals. So Fulham went in at the break, 1-0 up. Um, probably the best I've seen of Fulham this season. I've watched them a lot, and they've been absolutely awful in a lot of games, but um, much better, much better performance this one in the first half. Second half then, 50, 51 minutes on the clock, uh, Christian Eriksen, great ball into the box, and Deli Alley rose to head it into the back of the net. A goal which, you know, Deli Alley scores very often. He gets a lot of headed goals, finds himself in great positions. Yeah, but it was all about the cross from Eriksen, put it on a plate for him. So, Alley goal, Eriksen assist, two players that are, you know, less than 10% owned. Um Ali was only around three percent going into the game week, so so those who brought him in, um, well done. The fifty second minute, Mitrovic had another penalty shout. This time it was uh, Loris dived at his feet, um, and you know first first glance, look, watching it live, I thought, well, that could be a penalty, but the replay showed that Loris got a, a strong fist on the ball, so no penalty there either. And again, Metro riled up again. He still doesn't seem to have calmed down from his from his yoga session with whatever happened with with Kamara. He was in a very bad mood what, uh, during this game. Next uh, point of note was fifty fifth minute. Uh, it was a substitution by Ranieri, and he took Ryan Babel off and he put Ryan Sessignon on. Now I was very surprised by that substitution because Babel looked the biggest threat for Fulham going forward, but more than likely this was just down to to match fitness. Um, I didn't think Babel would start the game, so it was no surprise really to see him come off uh, before the 60th minute. So just one point in the end for Babel, but positive signs, and, and he'll be going on to my watch list. Next up, uh, 59th minute, Danny Rose hit the crossbar. Uh, Danny Rose had a great game uh, playing wing-back. He was, he was a lot more threatening going forward than Trippier was on the other side. Um and he hit the crossbar. It was a deflected shot that hit the bar. So on another day, it, it could have been points for Danny Rose. Not an awful lot happened then for the next 20 minutes uh, until the 81st minute. Fernando Llorente, uh, it was a great cross from Danny Rose. Again, uh, Llorente, big chance, big miss, uh, a header wide. He really should have been hitting the target. So a really a poor game from Llorente all round, really. Yeah, summed up by the OG. 
Next up, it was Deli Ali pulling his hamstring. So he was substituted for George, Kevin and Kudu. Uh, Ali's injury looked pretty bad. He, he looked in a lot of pain and he looked pretty pretty pissed off on the bench as well, which to me suggests that he, he could be out for a couple of weeks. But we haven't got any any confirmation yet of that, uh, which will be pretty frustrating for those who did bring in Deli Ali, especially after his goal. Um, but it looks like now he could, he could be out for a couple of weeks, but we just need to monitor that uh, over the next few days. So 1-1, going into injury time, uh, three minutes added on, uh, 92 minutes and 47 seconds on the clock. Uh, the guy who came on for Ali in Kudu, who hasn't played for Spurs for, for a long time, I think it's 2017 was his last appearance, uh, whipped a great ball into the box and, and Harry Winks found himself at the back post to head the ball into the back of the net to give Spurs the win right at the death. Um, 13 seconds to spare um, Wink, Wink's had a great game uh, a player I've been very impressed with this season now he's not really an FPL asset he's 5.5 million and he's you know he, he does play in a more of a defensive role you know spraying the ball around but he had a great game and, and, and he deservedly got the winner for Spurs uh, much to the despair of Fulham so that, that was the match events. 2-1 uh, win for Spurs. They they found a way to, to get all three points, as they have done so many times this season, without looking you know overly impressive and you know without so many players. So it was a, a great result for them. Uh, before I move on to who passed the eye test and who failed it, I'm just going to uh, quickly talk about, who, uh, quickly mention who was booked and who was on uh, in corner duty as well. So for Fulham, uh, Seri took all the corners and, and he got his assists from that as well. For Spurs, uh, Trippier, Lamela and Eriksen shared corner kick duty. So there didn't seem to be any pattern uh, to it. Um, and all three of them took a couple of corners each. Uh, yellow cards then. Uh, Mitrovic and Sanchez. One of the highlights of the game was actually watching uh, Mitrovic and Sanchez do battle. Um a, a great a great match up there and the two of them two of them got booked for a for a bit of a coming together now i say coming together it was really mitrovic wrestled him you know got him in a headlock and wrestled him to the ground so sanchez was probably a bit unlucky to get booked for that one seri picked up a yellow card as well for a reckless challenge danny rose who was very impressive as i mentioned picked up a yellow card for diving now to me it seemed a bit harsh there was actually an, uh, there was actually another occasion you know, about 10 minutes before that, where Rose went down in the box as well, which I thought was more of a dive than the one he got booked for. So maybe his reputation didn't help him out there. Alder Viral got a yellow card as well. It must have been for the for the celebrations at the end because I didn't I didn't pick that one up during the game. So that was corners and yellow cards. Um so who who passed the eye test and who failed the eye test for me? First of all, those who failed it, Urenti, he was pretty poor. Uh, lots of chances, uh, didn't take any of them, and obviously his OG. Lamela as well. Lamela was taken off after 77 minutes, didn't have much impact on the game. For Fulham, Shirla, taken off after 71 minutes as well. Wasn't in the game whatsoever, apart from the volley, which was a, was a very good goal attempt. But apart from that, he didn't do much. And Mitrovic as well, uh, apart from the disallowed goal, very he did very little in, in the game as well. The Fulham uh, defence always fails the eye test for me, so you just don't want to touch those or, or the goalkeeper there either. More importantly, who passed the eye test in this game? Uh, Ryan Babel, as I mentioned, he'll be on my, on my watch list. 
For Spurs, uh, Danny Rose, Trippier, uh, Eriksen, Ali, uh, and Winks as well, but Winks is not really an FPL option. A couple of stats then from, I just had a quick look on Fantasy Football Scout for this game in particular, just to see if any of the stats backed up what I what I seen uh, watching the game. Uh, Danny Rose had more touches in the final third than any other player, 47 touches in the final third. Compare that to Mitrovic, Mitrovic had just 10 touches in the final third, so that's not what you want from your striker. And Mitrovic has scored just one goal in his last 10 appearances, so... I've got absolutely no interest in him now, especially if he's going to chew the ear off the referee for most of the game. You know, he's going to pick up bookings. Could even see him pick up a red card at some point. So I just don't like that about Mitrovic. Uh, Urenti had five goal attempts, but again, he was pretty wasteful. Um, next best for goal attempts then was Ryan Babel and Christian Eriksen, who both had three each. So that is. Uh, Spurs two, Fulham one, summed up. So yeah, let me know. Let me know what you thought of this, um, this format. Um, it's probably a little bit longer than the other ones, um, but but in you know in time, I'd like to keep them to maximum of ten minutes. These these mini pods. Um, so yeah, let me know. Let me know what you thought of this one. Um, I recorded Liverpool Crystal Palace as well from the weekend, and I plan to watch it at some point this week. It'll probably be Wednesday or Thursday before I get a chance to watch that one, but I will do an eye test for that one as well whenever I get a chance. Thanks for listening, folks, and and enjoy the rest of your weekend. And be patient with those transfers. You know we're going to have a lot of we're going to know a lot more about blanks and double game weeks by the weekend. So keep those transfers. You know, sit sit on your hands for the next few days. <laughs>